And we are live. Welcome to the Rome Show. I got right here, special guest, um, TV host, actor, comedian, author, Mike Hill. How you doing? What's up, Ron? How you feeling, my brother? Thanks for having me on. Appreciate you, man. Absolutely no problem. I appreciate you for taking time coming on the podcast. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Let's make it happen. So um, for the people on my platform that don't know, you could tell them a little bit about Mike Hill. Yeah, um, well, I mean, you kind of mentioned I'm kind of multi-hyphenated, trying to do as much as I can. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to be uh, somebody that can do just about everything, being versatile and whatnot. I've uh, been in the business and TV world for man, 29 years now. Come February, it'll be 29 years as a broadcaster, mainly journalism, sports casting, but I've branched out to acting and news, TV hosting author stand-up comedian the last couple of months man uh but the most important title i have is one of uh, being a man of god being a strong man and being a father man so i'm proud of those uh, titles the most while doing all those things i got a question do you ever have time for yourself i do i make time for myself you know i think i got to take care of myself first i think uh i always tell people that self-preservation is not selfish it's uh it makes a lot of sense uh, so, yeah, I, I've learned to. I used to give a lot of my time to everybody else, and I'd wear myself thin. I used to try and do things to try and make everybody else happy while I would be miserable in sometimes in those situations. But I've learned to turn that around and make sure that I put my oxygen mask on first. So, yeah, I definitely find time for fun. Uh, that's why uh, when I tell people I'm 53 years old, a lot of people don't believe it. Uh, they say that I look much younger than my age. I don't know if anybody else agrees with that, but you do. I feel like I'm happy and I'm hydrated, man. So when I'm happy and I'm hydrated, I'm going to have time for myself, man. I think it just makes your life a little bit better, man. So absolutely, I'm going to find the right time for myself. Right. And um, 29 years, definitely a legend. Um, So what, what was it that sparked when you first started your career? Uh, just energy, man. Just one that I just knew there was something bigger and better out there for me. You know, uh, the situation I grew up in, I grew up in Bessemer, Alabama, which, you know, um, nothing bad about Bessemer, but it was just a situation where there wasn't a lot of great success stories that actually came out of Bessemer other than uh, athletic uh, people like uh, Bo Jackson, Jameis Winston has come out of there, D'Amico Ryan's coach, uh, Kerry Rose, a lot of athletes or whatever, but I wanted to be somebody that was different. I had a drive, I had an energy. I had a passion about myself. I knew I wanted something bigger and better for myself. Uh, and uh, nothing, like I said, nothing bad about Bessemer. I think that was anywhere I would have been. I just think there was something that was inside of me that burned uh, at an early age. And 29 years later, that energy still burns a lot. I still feel like I've only reached uh, about 50% of my capabilities. And that's why when people say you're successful, I say I've had success. I don't feel like I'm successful yet. Because I think your being successful means that you've attained your full capability, and I have not attained my full capability. So I still got about fifty percent more to go. So that's why I look at the next 20, 25 years of my life and my career as the best of my life. Right. And um, how, when did your TV career kick off? Um, nineteen ninety-five. Like I said, twenty-nine years ago, the day I got out of the military. Uh, after six years of serving in the Air Force, uh, I remember the first sergeant asked me what I was going to do with my life. And at that point, I was stuck. I had sent out uh, 75 resume tapes, had gotten all these rejection letters. And I had interviewed for a job in Hagerstown, Maryland, like three weeks prior to me getting out. Uh, but when I uh, discharged from the military, I didn't have a job, man. I didn't know what the hell I was going to do. You know, I went home, took a nap, slightly depressed thinking, okay, what am I going to do after the first sergeant asked me that question? And then 
two hours later, by the grace of God, man, I got a phone call from that station in, in Hagerstown, Maryland. Uh, Bob Warren guest of the news director asked me if I wanted to have that job as a weekend sportscaster. And uh, that's what started and sparked the whole career, man, and 29 years later. Despite a lot of ups and a lot of downs and in-betweens, man, it's been a lot of blessings. I'm still here. It's a great story. So you was on the Air Force? Yep. Military secure, man. Military vet. Thank you for your service. Thank you. My mom's a vet, too. Oh, that's what. Thank her for her service as well. When she served, Air Force? Um, Military. Was she in the Air Force, Army, Navy, you know, what branch? Army. Army, okay. Okay, yep. cool. Yeah, sorry yeah. about that. That's all right. It's all good. Thank her for her service as well. Definitely well appreciate it. So um what's like your uh daily your daily routine as far as like meetings, phone calls, you know? Yeah, it just work. depends. It depends on what I have going on that day. Uh like today is a media day for me. I got I had other interviews uh, on the podcast, other interviews I had to, to do as well. And I had to do my own podcast. So it just varies, you know, like since I, I'm like an independent contractor, I take jobs, even though I've been working at Fox Sports consistently for the last 10 years, it's still contractually when I need it. Uh, when I need to go over there to the studio to do something, I'll go over there, maybe work two, three times a week over there, especially during college football and college basketball season. But otherwise, man, it depends on what the day has. So I can take meetings, I can be writing jokes, I could be going to the gym, uh, anything I can do to enhance and improve myself. I try and do on a daily basis, but once again, getting back to taking care of myself, I make sure I find time, energy, and uh, enough uh, rest so that I can uh, be at my best whenever I'm supposed to be doing something that re requires work. Damn, and you got a podcast. I'm 31, and I, I don't got that many shows. I got to catch up, man. No, you'll get there. I mean, believe that. Man, like you, you work at your pace. You know what I mean? I would much rather have less shows <laughs> and more money. <laughs> <laughs> They're doing all these shows or all these different tasks, man. But I'm going to get there one day. So it's going to be more about uh, relaxation and, 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 and no hesitation and, and just, you know, and preservation. Uh, then more so than being booked and busy. Uh, I, I like to consider myself paid and productive right now. But like I said, I would like to have relaxation and, and compensation right now, <laughs> if I could. Relaxation and compensation where I can do some work and I can just have some some people working for me and this I can just relax and uh enjoy the fruits of my labor, my brother. Right. And um what's your podcast about? Uh my podcast is called the uh uh Done There Been That Podcast. Uh, me and uh, Eunice Elliott, uh she's my co-host. We uh went to the same high school together, although she's uh she always reminds folks that she didn't go to high school when I went to high school. She younger than me, I went to high school with her sister. Uh so we take uh sports stories. And what we do is we make it relatable for non-sports fans. So we'll take something about a sports figure and then we'll ask a question uh, about what that person is going through, maybe on or off the field, and make it relative to what everybody can understand. So like we can take, um, for example, Jerry Goff uh, going to the Detroit, Detroit Lions or whatever, and Lions about to go to the, maybe uh, going to the Super Bowl, they get a win over the weekend or whatever. How Jerry Goff got thrown away by the LA Rams pretty much to go to the Detroit Lions, whatever, and how he got a second chance and he believed in themselves. And we've all had something like that happen to us in our lifetime. So we take those types of stories, twist it, ask a question about what that athlete or that team is going through. And uh, we talk about our own experiences because it's called Done There, Been That uh, uh, podcast where, um, you know, like I said, we, uh, our own personal experiences we bring to the table and kind of share 
a little bit of insight, a little transparency into our lives and for the people as well. Wow, amazing. Got a lot of amazing things going on. Um, if you could talk about it, how does the contracting thing go about, like, for different jobs? Like, say, like, you know, you got a contract with this radio station or you got a contract with this TV channel. How does that go? It just depends on, you know, like, if you, um, you know, like, I'm under contract as an independent contract with Fox. I got a contract with my podcast. I got a contract with certain, you know, like, appearances that I make. Uh, and it's all relative. Now, I got an entertainment attorney that does all that type of stuff to make sure that I'm not crossing streams or whatever and I'm not, you know, it's a conflict of interest. But in certain contracts, you know, certain things I can't do. Like at Fox, I can't go on other shows and do college football and college basketball and maybe even baseball or whatever. But if I went to an NFL show, maybe I'd be able to do that as an independent contractor. Um, but it just varies, man, depending on what kind of contract which you have in your deal. Like I said, I, I'm under contract, but as an independent contractor, I have a little bit more freedom uh, to say uh, and do the things that I want to do outside of that organization. Uh, if I was under full time contract with any of those places, you know, for example, when I was at ESPN, you know, they had tight clad contracts, which didn't allow you to do a lot of things outside of ESPN because uh, you were their employee. And so you would have to get uh, approval from the higher ups in order to do outside things with Fox. It's not as stringent, but still there are things you have to do to uh, make sure that you don't uh, make anybody over there upset either. Right. Makes makes a lot of sense. Um, what's one thing that you haven't done? Because you got a lot of million things going on. What's one, what's one thing you haven't done yet that you want to do? Oh, that's a good question. Uh, one thing I haven't done that I want to do. Uh, I've been in movies, been in TV shows, commercials. I had a talk show, but what I want and what I will have and what I'm manifesting is to have my own nationally syndicated or streaming talk show, whether it be me and a co-host, me by myself, or me and a, a cast of other hosts, whatever, uh, that is highly successful, uh, gets a lot of promotion, on a major streamer or major network. Um, and it's very successful. And like I said, it gets all that promotion and it's longstanding where I can go five, six, seven years and it branches out to other things. So I think that's the main thing that I want to do right now. And uh, it's, I'm eventually going to get there, bro. Yeah, you are. Thank you, man. I believe you got to believe in yourself before anybody else can believe in you. Right. That's a fact. Yeah. Um, have you done ever done like a major event with like you know like celebrities come through like a private major event like an award show or something no i mean i yeah i mean i've done been at award shows and things like that as a guest i've never been a presenter uh never hosted an award show never done anything like that that's coming in the future as well i'm pretty sure you know, when you have opportunities, other opportunities lead to bigger opportunities. When you get more exposure, then exposure opens people's eyes to seeing what your skill set is going to be. So, like I said, man, over the next 20 years of my life and my career, I feel like it's going to be the best 20 years of my life and my career. I mean, it's been slow motion over the last couple of years, as a matter of fact, just being honest and being very transparent because you have these ebbs and flows. But what I learned in this business that you take the ebbs and the flows equally and you just say, you know what, you kind of even it out because you know, even though sometimes my load can be somebody else's high and I have to be very uh, uh, 
blessed to know that. And I have to be very thankful that even though I've come down to a certain level in a certain sense, that I'm still on uh, and in a lot of positions that a lot of people would love to have and feel blessed to have. So when I do hit these peaks or these valleys, I should say, I look at them as blessings because there are things that I need to learn that's going to enhance me or make me better when I do hit, hit that peak again, which eventually will come. So, uh, yeah, man, it, it's 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 um it, it's all relative, and I and I enjoy every step of the way of it, man. When it happens, right? Um, what's what's a few things that you do on an off day to get yourself back on? Uh, my off day, man, I just relax. I don't have that many off off days, but I try to relax to try and you know I don't think there's been a day in a last couple of weeks maybe months man where i've actually had a day where i'm just not have nothing to do uh nothing no projects coming up anything like that where it's like i'm thinking about something whether it's now that i've added stand-up comedy to my whole situation there might be shows that are coming up and so i'm always working on that craft and working on that material and it's like starting all over again it's like when i first started in broadcasting I, you know just putting out those first resume tapes and like i said i sent out 75 and got 72 73 rejection letters because i wasn't good and i feel like i'm kind of the same way in stand up even though um you know people you know applaud me and saying hey you're much better than a lot of people uh that are just starting off or whatever that's not good enough for me because i want to be great at anything i do so i'm working hard at that continuously writing jokes even on my off day i'm thinking about the show that might be coming up five or six days from now whatever and being in front of that audience whatever what kind of audience it is so there's little uh anxiety that goes along with that but i've learned to manage that anxiety so uh, i take my time trying to relax when i can but really if you're really ambitious you don't really take that many days off right and um you're pretty much um you're fully independent yeah i mean for the most part man i'm like uh nobody else gonna take care of me man. my mama you know she do she can do what she can or whatever but you know, you got to try behind, you got a team that, that, that helps you, you know, your agent, your manager and all that stuff like that. But they only help you, you know, try and help yourself. You know, you you you, you put yourself out there and other people want you or whatever, and they kind of like promote that or whatnot. But uh, as far as like, you know, having people in your corner, you got friends, you got family members, you know, if you got a girlfriend, wife, whatever, and stuff like that, you hope that they kind of help you through a, a lot of different things that you're going through in life. Like my girlfriend now, she you know, kind of helps me through a lot of things in my life or whatever. It helps me to navigate, helps me to figure out certain things, praise for me and all that type of stuff like that. And then, of course, my, my kids, you know, everybody's encouraging. So when you got that kind of uh, backing, you got that kind of uh, uh, family and you got that kind of tribe that looks out for you, man. You feel that energy. And uh, so, you know, you, you you uh you appreciate it and you don't take it for granted. All right, definitely. Um, I don't want to take too much of your time before we wrap it up. What can your fans and the people expect to see from your brand coming? Man, everything. Like this is uh my mic check right here. I do that on my Instagram page. I want to expand that a little bit more, more motivational speaking. I want to continue to promote my book, Open Mic, which has been out for the last couple of years. It's still getting a little buzz. I want to actually add to that. Want to create more stand-up and do more stand-up things. I want to have a Netflix special in a year or two. I really want to, I'm, I'm really going for it, man. I love this, it's been on therapy. I want to do more acting. Uh, I'm going to get that talk show I talked about. So I'm going to do it all, produce it behind the scenes. A lot of times my greatest success, I believe is going to come. A lot of my biggest success stories will become when you don't even see my face, you'll just see my name or my my company, Thrill of Entertainment. 
producing a lot of things. So I want to continue to be a multi-hyphenate, doing everything in that, in that category where I'm putting out really good content uh, that is uh, entertaining, uh, that is uh, knowledgeable, that is enlightening and intelligent. So uh, and I plan on doing it. I will do it. Superfire. And um, your book, where, where can I, if I want to buy it, where can I get it? You can get it on uh, Amazon.com, RSNose.com, you can get Walmart.com, a lot of places where books are sold. It's called Open Mike, uh, M-I-K-E, like my first name or whatever. And it's just uh, it's my memoir talking about a lot of the things that I went through in my past and, and mental health issues and all that type of stuff like that to try and uh, make, you know, not necessarily, not necessarily uh, you know, make me a better person. I've learned to be a better person, but hopefully somebody could read it and it could make them realize that if they're going through some issues, similar issues that I went through in my life, uh, and you're going through it right now, that you can get the help that you need to make your life better for not only yourself, but the people around you. Amazing. That's super fire. I'm going to, um, I'm going to grab one. I'm going to read it. Thank, gotta support. Thank you, brother. Appreciate that, man. Definitely. Once again, I appreciate you for coming on the podcast. Mike Hill, big legend. Have a blessed day. I appreciate it. My man, good luck with everything, Ron. Appreciate you having me on, brother. Thank you. Blessings. Okay, man.